Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Out the Basement, the podcast that is about the wonderful and excellent bloggers and podcasters that don't get enough credit around the sports landscape. I am your co-host for this awesome episode, and every week I will be joined by Anthony Siandra, my co-pilot for this podcast. Anthony, man, how are you this morning? Doing good, Chad. I'm excited to give uh, these bloggers and podcasters the recognition they deserve and uh, hear some of their stories. Yeah, so it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be exciting. It's different. You know, it, it, you know, you and I, myself, you know, we go on to talk about Bills and Sabres where it's focused on one particular sport or one particular team. We're here. We're going to kind of jump around to get various podcasters, bloggers, uh, from their basement, from their office, from their car, from wherever they decide to join us. And kind of talk a little bit, sure it'll be sports focused, but kind of keep it a little bit about what their goals are, what kind of got them started, how they built themselves where they are now, and what the goal is for them moving forward. So it's really going to be exciting, you know, because I'm, I'm sure you're the same thing, you know, I interact with a lot of these people that we're going to have on, you know, on Twitter or through like various media things. And it'll be kind of different to kind of get these people on and kind of learn about their stories. Yeah, absolutely. No, it'll definitely be uh, interesting. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's cool here in the background. You know, some of these guys, you know, all, all you do is kind of like read their content, right, and read their thoughts on Twitter. It'll be cool to kind of get a conversation going with them, kind of, you know, figure out their secret sauce or as much of it as they're willing to reveal, I guess. This week is going to be kind of, I guess you could say our trial run in a way. You know, it's, um, you know, if, if you follow us on Twitter, we're going to have Eric Turner from Cover One. He's going to be our first um, real interview, I guess you could say. And, you know, Eric's a great guy. I told you a bit before this podcast that Eric and I kind of go way back, but I don't want to spoil the, uh, I don't want to spoil the fun for that. So we'll save that for later in the week and kind of, you hear the story how Eric and I have our lives kind of intertwined in a way. It'll be a, it'll be definitely be an interesting story to hear all that. We'll see how much Eric wants to get into it, but it'll be a fun story. But today, this one is kind of, you know, we're going to, like I said, we're going to give it a trial run here. We're going to kind of, instead of having somebody on, you know, we're going to talk to other people about their story, about their goals about what they did and why they got started how they got started uh, we figured that it'd be a good idea to if we're going to ask other people their stories and maybe we should kind of share our story first right so that that kind of makes the most sense am i right absolutely so here's how we'll do it i'm going to ask you your story first and then what we're going to do is we're going to flip it because like i said it's practice and you're going to ask me questions about my story that's not fair all right all right absolutely man sounds good so the thing i'm most interested about with people is I'll start with you is there's always the first thing there's always you did you did something like everyone I talked to feel like oh yeah I remember how I got started was I just did this random thing well for you what was that one thing like, do you remember like the first in a way I guess the first piece yeah. of written content that kind of got you started and you were like oh I can maybe I can kind of do this for sure right so um do you remember the site letsgosabers.com I think so. It was, it was LGS. So. Yeah, it was yep. way back. I'm talking like 06, 07, right? That would have been, I think, the time period, uh, maybe even a year before that. So Tony Ramos uh, was a guy who ran that site, and I was, a, I was a regular on their forum, right? And I reached out to Tony because he put a post up saying he was looking for contributors, people to do you know more articles, recaps, stuff like that. And uh, I was 15 at the time, and I reached out to him, and He's like, oh, yeah, you know, that sounds good. Or, you know, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 18. You know what I mean? Because I thought that was gonna <laughs> right. be like, yeah, I thought me being 15 was going to preclude him yeah. from, from having me involved. Right. So he's like, oh, perfect. He's like, cool. So, you know, 
give me some samples. And so the first, I remember the first article I ever wrote was, um, is going to take you back. It was after 06, 07, uh, when we had Teppo Newman and Nolan Pratt. Yeah. And there was like a, a little debate going on as to who should, you know, if you had to pick one to be like your sixth, seventh defenseman, who do you go with, right? If, if Newman's interested in one more year. So that was my first article for him. And uh, so I wrote for them for about a year until they kind of shut down or rebranded, whatever happened, but Tony stopped being involved. Um, yeah, that was, that was how I first got in. And then, you know, uh, took a little time off and then went on to uh, BHC, which was Sabres Hockey Central, now Buffalo Hockey Central. Um, then the, you know, doing what I do now, the, uh, the hockey writers reached out to me, uh, asked if I wanted to, you know, contribute for them. And then obviously my work over there caught your eye and you asked me to come to die by the blade. And so, yeah, no, just, uh, doing a little hopping around, but I'm, I'm, I'm where I want to be at this point. You know I mean? To, you know, I guess, uh, the sites I write for are, are definitely, uh, a the most reputable and and be my favorite to contribute to so yeah no it all started with a nolan pratt article in 2007 <laughs> well you could say it actually all started with a lie is kind of how your whole thing yeah started. <laughs> yeah my, my whole my whole blogging career is a farce <laughs> <laughs> it's all built in a lie i mean that, that you might just I'm not a podcast you're five minutes into our first podcast here. and you like might just shot everything you everything is a lie that that's <laughs> Now, now I got to ask for your birth certificate for SB Nation and stuff, and okay. I got to see what's going on here. So, what got you in? Like, that's your hockey side. Is that the same thing that kind of pushed you into the football side too? Like, was it hockey first that started, and then you kind of picked up yeah. football later? Yeah, it was definitely hockey first that started, and then um, I'm not sure if you follow him on Twitter, if you've seen him on Twitter. Dean Kindig uh, is yep. T- his TC Astro on Twitter. Um, he and I, he just started following me, I think, for probably my, my Sabres content, right? And he and I were would have almost like our own conversations within threads on Twitter about the Bills, right? And uh, he was basically like, hey, you you know, you know should write about the Bills, too. He's like, I write for Bills Mafia. He's like, Robin's, Robin Mundy, who I'm sure you know, uh, is always looking for contributors. And so that just kind of happened. You know I mean? Just having a conversation with a guy on Twitter. Okay. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. For you, what is the most – there's a lot of difficult things. So what is, you know, what have you found most difficult coming up through the ranks? Is it gaining a following? Is it your writing kind of critiquing it to where it should be? Uh, is it making connections? Is it just having the motivation at times to keep doing it when it seems like you're not really getting anything out of it? What what has been the hardest thing, you know, through, I guess, when you started to where you are now? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff you touched on, um, but to... to I guess dig a little deeper into that. Um, I'll, I'll, I've got a few things actually. The the first one is I have three, let's say, very unique or, or maybe different um, follower bases for the three sites I write for. Right, and so one of the more challenging aspects, I guess, is kind of cha- almost changing my style a little bit to better suit what that site is about. Um. You know, with the bill stuff, uh, it, it tends to be that they actually kind of like how I break down into, you know, sub paragraphs and stuff like that, just sections um, right, right. where whereas a die by the blade, not every, you know, what I mean, not every article really works like that where, where you know, what I mean, it works a little yeah, better. Definitely. With the bill. So so it's about kind of putting on a different hat, so to speak, every time you're writing, kind of switching up your style and, and how you word things. Right. Like you get used to in hockey saying stuff like blue line or defensive tandem. Right. Where. You know, there's there's a different set of I guess um, 
lingo. I don't know. You know what I mean? For football where you got to yeah. kind of not say, you know, cornerback tandem doesn't sound as good as a defensive tandem. Right. So it's just like subtleties in, in making sure that, you know, and I'm a, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, right? I, I'm that guy who proofreads like nine times uh, before I submit it to the editor. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, maybe it's a little more time consuming in that regard, but um, in terms of uh, building a following, um, I think it, I think you've got to just kind of be really good at promoting yourself. You know what I mean? Um, making sure you know how to use has use hashtags, which you know is kind of a silly, silly sounding thing, but it's it's important. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it, but motivation wise, that's that part's never really been an issue for me. Um, it, it's more about uh, I guess time management. Obviously, you know we've all got full time jobs, we've all got families. Um, so, you know, finding the time and, and me being an insomniac has actually been a, a huge benefit for me in this regard, uh, gives me, <laughs> you know, some, some extra writing time, but yeah, like you said, it's, it's a juggling act. Um, there, there's definitely difficulty to it. And like you said, uh, for, for not either none or not a lot of compensation. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the heart, like you said, the compensation thing is kind of the hard part too, because a lot of it of what we do and what these people we're going to talk to do is, you know, it's based off the love for the game and then the love for the sport that they cover or sports and various situations. But it's, you know, like you said, always, most people are going to have a full-time job. Most of these people, they're not lucky enough yet to do this as their full-time job. And it's a balancing act. And, you know, it's kind of funny because you were talking about before the podcast started, like I had to message you last night. I'm like, dude, we got to push back a half hour. Like it's one seventeen in the morning. I'm still up. Like, you, you know, a half hour of sleep. And, yeah. You know, and then you're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm up all the time doing writing and stuff like that. And then, like, you know, Matt from Matt Kopnick from Twitter, you know, he sent me something. I'm like, what time was this at? Oh, it's 2.44 in the morning. Like, it's <laughs> – I feel like, like you said, like, that's just kind of the way it works for, like, you know, with bloggers or podcasters. There's really – you do you do most of your work while everybody else sleeps, basically, I guess, is the way to put it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know – as a, as a minimum, right, between the three sites, I produce three articles a week, right? And it's usually more than that, but that's like, you know, a bare minimum. Um, right. So, you know, doing all the research and everything, it is it's a, it is a second job, you know, but you do it because you enjoy it, right? Um, it, it's it's worth it, not so much, you know, on your, in your, on your bank account side, but it's worth it, you know what I mean, just because of the fact that it, it's, it's my passion. It's what we love. Yeah, I mean, it brings overall enjoyment, you know, and that's... <laughs> no, a lot of people say, you know, why do you, you know, do it, and that—that's really what it is. It's, it's, it's the—I guess you could say—the avenue to kind of get away from everything else that's in your life because it's. And at the end of the day, this isn't—we're not writing about politics or government or life-changing things here. We're just talking about sports, man. Just this is all it is. It's, it's just sports. And people are passionate about it. I'll give them that. But at the end of the day, it's—it's it's not anything that's going to, you know, change the world. It's just. We're talking about ice and puck and or you know a uh, pigskin football I and mean, that's just you know, it's it's kind of crazy right. how how much that kind of consumes people's lives. But it's you know again it's it's the avenue people get away. It's it's the passion that kind of uh, that kind of drives them into these sports and drives them into the content that we produce. Yeah, and it you know what it's it's actually been really cool for me. It's facilitated my ability to connect with you know fans of both the Bills and Sabers and, and and just hockey and football in general. Um, you know, people who are just as passionate as I am, uh, you know, who, who love, you know, bouncing their opinions off of us. And I, I just think that's the neatest thing. Right. Um, and especially connecting with people who do what we do, you know, uh, across, across the nation. So before I hand the microphone over to you, uh, my last yeah. question that I'm going to ask you is everybody, I feel like everybody has that person. Who is that person 
in your writing career or your blogging or podcasting career, however you want to say it, that kind of, I guess, is the person who's giving you the most help or kind of motivated you or, or steered you in the right direction? Do you have like one or two people that stick out of your head right away for that? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, from strictly like a writing standpoint, you know, in terms of how I write, how I kind of um, format my work, right? How I proofread, you know, how I catch, you know, mundane errors that most people wouldn't, you know, necessarily notice, but make the difference between a good writer and a great writer. Um, Jeff Seed, who I, I know you've uh, you've worked with in yep. the past too, yep. um, he's been a huge mentor for me. Just always, you know, he. he He's a nitpicker, but I love him for it. So, you know, if I post something and he notices like a, a you know, a small inconsistency or, or, you know, a small grammatical error, he'll, he'll point it out for me and, and kind of give me advice on how to, you know, watch out for that moving forward. And he's been great in that regard um, on a personal level. And I'm sure you'll echo this sentiment on your end, too. Uh, my wife has, you know, been so huge in helping me obviously facilitate this, you know, for what is essentially, you know, in a non-sports fan's eyes, a hobby. You know what I mean? And and she she understands the passion of it, and uh, she's just been so awesome in, in helping me kind of manage my time and and you know allowing me to do this. So uh, she gets the biggest shout out for me. Picking up some brownie points there in the podcast, I like it. Well she's not going to listen to this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say that now. It's like, hey, check out that podcast around like 13 minutes, and that was pretty I'm just, cool. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> dropping links around the house. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe type it in. <laughs> Turn it on really loud when that part comes up. Like, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. My headphones came out. <laughs> All right. So I will hand the mic over to you here and allow you to be the question asker, and we'll kind of flip the roles here. So I'll virtually hand the mic to you and say go ahead and i will answer any questions that you have good sir yeah uh i guess i'm gonna start with a little bit more of like a high roller question here um so obviously you're the uh you're the emmy over at uh die by the blade um you you know you kind of make that place run essentially uh obviously that's more time consuming uh how do you approach that added responsibility the fact that you know i mean whatever pretty much goes up that we produce that, you know, I produce Mike Straw, Ryan Wolf, and uh, Melissa, whatever we put out there is, is essentially on you. You, you know, I mean, you're that last gatekeeper to ensure that the content is, you know, up to the standard that you and, and the people who preceded you, you know, have built up. Uh, so I guess, how do you approach that? You know, the way that I look at it is it's, it's, it's funny. It's going to be weird. I'm not trying to be cheesy about it. I'm being honest. You know, when I took this job, yeah, and that's what I, I mean. It's called a it's called a part time job, but I'm not going to kid yourself. It is basically a second full time job for all the work that goes into it. With like you said, the posting, my writing, uh, managing the site, the social media aspect, all that kind of all runs through me. So it's the way I approached when I took the job. You know, I kind of talked about um, with Steph Driver, who's the new uh, NHL manager of SB Nation. We kind of had the same feel. It's not why her and I get along pretty well. We kind of have the same feel where. Doing this is, yeah, it's a step in my career, but really the way I look at it is I'm trying, the writers on my site, I, I, I basically I put you guys ahead of me. And, you know, this is an avenue for you guys to put up your content, to do your writing, to advance your careers. And the way I look at it and the way that, you know, I, it motivates me because I like helping other people is I try to do this stuff, um, put you guys in the best positions to succeed, put your content up as quickly as i can when you send it to me you know i'm always trying to be on my on my guard so i can get yourself up right away and you know and, and i think that that helps you know it's 
it's having relevant topics on the site. You know, that that's kind of the main thing and to always be flushing new content through there and to, you know, keep a conversation going. You and I have talked about this. That's one of the things that, you know, we enjoy about both for right. What we try to do is start a conversation, you know, have a topic where people will talk about it. They'll come to the site to talk about it. So it's, you know, like it, it's, it's a lot, I'm not going to lie, but it's again, you know, something you talked about too. It's just, it's enjoyable. You know, I like, I like writing and talking about sports with people. That's just, you know, what, what I do. And, you know, to help you guys try to advance your careers and help you where I can and give you a form to put your content up and start your own conversations. That's, that's what it's all about. And I, you know, I love it. I enjoy it. Um, I, there's, you know, there's some days where it's hard and it's a lot, but you know, you, you get through those days, you push through. And I mean, having a good hockey team helps, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, when the team is bad, I think those, those were some tough, tough days putting up the content that was just talking about a bad team over and over again. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, this year's definitely been the most I would say most enjoyable so far, um, and and you know, the team is part of that. But it's it's a lot of you know finding your time. You know, and when I, I have a full time job too, it's a lot of on my lunch breaks. You know, if there's stuff there, I got to put it in. I got to check social media, check the site. So instead of you know taking that hour to decompress, I'm jumping into the other job and then I'm back into the other one. And then when I get home, I'm you know checking again. And then later at night around games, I'm checking again. And late at night after, I'm checking again and getting the next day set up. All the articles set up for the next day. So it's I, I figured out at this point. I figured out to have a system basically. But uh, it's it, it's definitely a challenge at time. But like I said, it's it, it's an enjoyable one. That's awesome. No, you know, I and that was one of the big things, right? Because you and I are are in you know what in our lives essentially pretty similar situations. We both got you know right, what I mean right, young yep. kids. Um, and, and I know that, you know, writing for the three sites is a juggling act. I can't imagine managing one, you know what I mean? Especially one, you know, as reputable and, and popular as Die by the Blade. So I was kind of curious, you know, how you juggled that really. Um, I, I guess the, the next part, uh, I'll ask you, it's, it's, it's a little bit, you know, kind of similar to, um, uh, one of the questions you, you sent over to me, um, from from your standpoint, how did you get your start? Like, how did you know what was your uh, your your first thing that that a you know got you into the game and b kept you in? This is kind of funny. It's uh how it all started for me. I guess there's two how it started stories. So the first one is uh, I had like a Facebook group chat. It had to be with like 10, 15 people, and so everybody was kind of we were talking about the hockey playoffs. I don't remember what year it was, but it had to be easy seven years ago and um everybody's kind of making their picks and kind of you know that was there's a potential making their picks like tampa bay and five and so and so and six and whatever right for some reason i was like you know what i'm in the mood i'm gonna kind of pick my picks and i'm gonna tell you why i'm picking all these people so i kind of wrote this like whole <laughs> thing and i after that i had like like four or five of the people were like hey you're actually that was actually kind of good you're kind of good at that you ever thought about you know writing about hockey and stuff like that? i'm like i don't know i just i just like it and uh, maybe i don't know because like you know, I went to school for business. I don't have any journalism background. You know, I don't know anything about it. I never thought about doing that. You know, in high school, you're like, oh, God, I'm not writing for the rest of my life. Like, that's not, no, I don't want to do that. So it's 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 funny kind of how that's worked out. And then I just went to this, uh, God, was it hockeyforums.net, I think it's what it's called. It's uh-huh. just some random hockey forum site. Um, I started putting up content on there about uh, the Sabres, and I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that kind of got... That kind of got going. Somebody from the hockey writers saw one of my stuff, asked me to, I think about it might have been even Mike Straw. I mean, he was still the um, one of the top two guys there, but I can't remember for oh, sure. Yeah. And he, uh, whoever it was, asked me to write for 
uh, the hockey writer, so I did that. And then uh, I also found the same time the fourth period um, was looking for a Buffalo writer, so I applied for that. And again, just just it's you know it's why I really appreciate you know Dennis and Dave, Dennis Bernstein and Dave Pagnota kind of giving me the opportunity, and they kind of helped me kind of get a lot of contacts and directed me in the right direction. And you know I was just some no name guy from Buffalo, and they gave me a forum and an avenue on a pretty good site to write about hockey and. No, I'm, I'm thankful to this day, and they still give me a lot of support to come on the podcast. They don't have to do that, so that's, you know, I'm ever that's thankful awesome. for, for you know, what they've done for me, especially Dennis. You know, Dennis has been great. You know, he's done a lot for me to introduce, introduce me to people and get, you know, interviews for podcasts and then, you know, take time at his busy schedule to come on my podcast to, you know, help that pick up followers. So, the, you know, Dennis has been a huge part, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it all started with a Facebook post and then that hockeyforums.net site, and then it's just... I don't know, I guess applying and just taking that opportunity, putting yourself out there, and it worked out, and, you know, here I am seven, six and a half, seven years later doing what I'm doing now. No, that's awesome. Um, I, I guess the last thing, and, and you know, it, I mean, obviously I, I kind of know the answer a little bit, but I think people would be interested. In terms of how your content has allowed you to branch out, right, and connect with other people, probably primarily on Twitter, right, um, I, I guess what is, what's your favorite thing about that? Like who are some of your favorite people who you've had kind of access to where, you know, you wouldn't have otherwise, right. And you've been able to kind of, like you said, introduce them to your, uh, beyond the blade podcast, uh, kind of pick their brain, maybe from a writing standpoint. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, it's the social media thing, you know, I'll, I'll give anybody who's an interested, I guess, interested in growing writer kind of wants to maybe has wants to start or just started one thing i'll quickly give as a tip is i think that your social media and how you interact i guess particularly on twitter because facebook's kind of yeah you want to kind of stay away from there but yeah on twitter you know it's kind of the way i think to grow your fan base easiest is one obviously one produce good content but two you know that i've done and you know one of the things a lot of people say why they follow me is interaction with people you know, I, I try the best I can to reply to almost any comment that I get. You know, I don't hit them all, but I try the best. And it's just, you know, it's being part of a conversation. It, it's kind of not being above the people that read your, you know, read your material. It's it's interacting with them about their comments on it and continuing the conversation. So it's that that's my tip. If anybody's trying to grow followers, that that's my tip to you. Interact with people on social media, your followers, your people who read your stuff. So I think that's important because then they, they get a connection towards you because they know you'll reply and they'll come back and read your stuff and then talk to you about it. So that's that's important. But um, back to your initial question, kind of, you know, one guy we mentioned, and that's the guy we're going to have on here shortly, uh, you know, Eric from Cover One. You know, he's <laughs> – it still makes me laugh kind of how our story gets together. But, uh, you know, he's – we've done a lot together um, behind the scenes. We've helped each other out. Um, you know, Eric <laughs> – Talk about a guy who puts in so much work and, you know, again, I don't want to ruin it for the next podcast, but the job he has and then the ability that's the time he finds to produce the content that he produces, you know, I mean, you know, I say myself that I do, you know, the podcast and the writing, you know, take some time, but the video breakdowns and just you know, sitting with him and seeing how he does it, how he did it and what he does to go into it and how in depth he gets, it's it's pretty crazy. That's one of the reasons I'm excited to talk to him, you know, in a couple of days here. It's, it's exciting. And, you know, he's, <laughs> he works so hard and I'm so happy that he is where he is right now. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell anybody that I think Eric is one of the best bloggers podcasts in Buffalo. And I'm not afraid to say that. And I don't think that's really questionable. He is so good at what he does. 
Um, so, you know, he's always good. I've had interviews with him. Um, there's, there's a lot of so many people. I'm trying to think of, like, the right the – right, I don't want to leave anybody out. That's the hard part here. You know, like, we're right. – uh, Brian Wolf, you know, he's he's another guy who I've – you know, our um, relationship started by one day in the press box, and we just started, you know, talking in the press box. And, you know, now he – you know, I've, we've had him on my podcast a few times. We talk all the time outside of it. Uh, he's basically my – right-hand man is what I'll call him, at uh, Die By The Blade. So if he fills in for the days that I am out, and, you know, he does a great job, and he's another guy who juggles school and a family and still gets out content, and, you know, I really appreciate everything that Ryan's done. But um, it's really just making the connections with everybody. You know, the the great team, you know, seeing just how people can diversify themselves, how they can be part of it. You know, like we're Ben Matthewson, who's a great, you know, he's a writer for Die By The Blade. He writes some great stuff, but the gifts he does on – Twitter, and I think it's like an integral part of that, you know, the yeah. the, the Twitter experience during a, during a hockey game, or uh, you know, I, I always call him Matt Copnick. He's the uh, he's the conscience. I call him of Buffalo hockey Twitter. So he's <laughs> always puts out those questions, those comments that kind of get a conversation going. So it's it's yeah, it's not necessarily just writers. It's just people you interact with, you know, on social media that kind of gets you going there, and, and kind of good conversations around the games, and kind of makes you think beyond the game, and that makes you make oh, this might be a good topic to write about, but it, you know, some of it could come from people on twitter that kind of give you ideas so that's that's again to kind of wrap it up that's kind of why i think it's important for you for future writers people trying to grow is to interact with people on social media and i think that's kind of how you grow yourself and even you can kind of pick some ideas off of there too for sure right i mean like you said that you know people who aren't even writers i mean i've, I've got a more than a handful of, of people who regularly you know retweet and and promote my stuff just because you reply to them right you you have a conversation with them and one of the big things that I, I try to uh, impart on, you know, younger guys or, or, or new guys in the game who, you know, I mean, I have reached out, you know, uh, via social media or whatever, just like, hey, you know, what's what's the best way, to, you know, grow a following, grow my content, right? Or grow my audience, rather. Um, just just be be kind, but know when the conversation's not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got, yeah, you know, right. always have the conversation. Like don't, don't, you know, write anybody off. But if someone's just being, you know, shitty or disrespectful to you, just don't reply. Don't stoop to that level. Just ignore them. Just be done. Right. I mean, it's just, but, but like you said, I mean, the, the, by, by facilitating a conversation, right. By being that guy who is kind of a harbinger of debate, so to speak on social media you you gain that following just from from people who like talking to you, you know, and and appreciate the work you're doing, and I guess to an extent, you know, want to see you produce more, so they they want to help you build that following. They become almost part of your team, which is just such a cool kind of phenomenon of social media in that regard, right? Which I don't, I think with without it, maybe what we do either wouldn't exist or wouldn't be nearly as relevant. Yeah, no, I think it's a nail right in the head there. I, I think the social media aspect is kind of what drives a lot of what we do. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, like I've said it numerous times here, I, I do what I do because I, I enjoy it, but also because I just, I just want to talk sports hockey with people. You know, that's exactly <laughs> that's really what it comes all it comes down to for me is I enjoy talking hockey and I do what I do so I can continue to conversations about different things with hockey. And that's kind of, you know, it is it is what it is type of deal. And yeah, it, it's funny how much social media has ingrained in all of this and kind of ingrained in the future of, you know, sports media in general. If you don't know how to use social media, and even if you're an experienced writer, I mean, you're going to fall off the cliff, man. You have to know how to use it, how to interact with people, and you know, that's tough for, 
you know, a lot of old experienced writers, not like old people, but like people who, you know, started a long time ago and never had social media. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of in a way opened the window for this younger blogger spear group to kind of creep their foot in the door a little bit here because they have a better understanding of how to use it and how to grow their content, you know, outside of the traditional media landscape. So that's, it's good in a way. And then there's also, like you said, you're going to get some people who are, a little bit off the wall and maybe at times a little bit inappropriate, but that's kind of, that comes with the territory. You know, it's, it's, yeah. I, I tell a lot of people, you know, that say, how do you deal with the bad comments? It's, I've kind of learned a way to, I guess, add humor and kind of flip it on them into it where it doesn't let it bother <laughs> me. I kind of, I don't know. I, I try to add like humor replies back into it and they'll shoot one reply back and I another humor reply back and that kind of kills it. Cause they're like, forget this guy. Like this, this isn't really working. So it's right. That's kind of the way that I approach it. But uh, yeah, I, I really can't, Again, it's funny that how much important social media is. You know, I tell my wife all the time, or like, why was on your phone? I'm like, well, it's kind of important, you know, because not only do I have to yeah. run my my Twitter feed, I have to run the Die by the Blade one too. So that you know, I got two going on, and then I have the Beyond the Blade one too, where Bill helps me out. So he does a lot of that. But it's funny how much social media is plugged into my veins. I guess that's where I'll leave it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, like you said, it's critical. I mean, you're that that's that's where it all starts is how you gain your following, so to speak. Um, there's, there's no growth without it. And like you said, it's why a lot of the, you know, maybe not a lot, but, uh, you know, a decent amount of the mainstream guys that have kind of struggled in that regard, right? Where they're not used to that direct criticism where we kind of grew up in that age. You know what I mean? The, the, the chat room age, the social media age where you, you learn yeah, people are just yeah. kind of shitty sometimes, you know what I mean? And <laughs> it, it, writing for a newspaper, there's no comment section, right? So you don't know, you didn't always get that. So now in the, in the digital age, you've got kind of overly sensitive guys who, who maybe, bought their own hype a little too much you know what i mean just because they weren't yeah, yeah. getting that that direct in your face negative feedback so it, you're right it's so interesting and I, I think it's like you said um kind of help facilitate uh you know bloggers to be successful in that arena so how will kind of wrap this up i think because we will do it because we're at about 30 minutes i don't go too much longer but I, I think a question that i guess i'll ask the question i'll answer it and then i'll and I'll push it to you because I think it's a good way to kind of wrap it up. You know, what we've talked about here given our story is the question is what at the end of the day, what is your goal? I mean, it's hard for people to say like, you know, that they've quote unquote, they've made it, you know, like there's always some, once you get that goal, you're like, all right, I got the next one. You know, that's kind of how it should be. Right. But what is your, I guess you can say your ultimate end goal here. Like what is your final dream? You know, for me, it's, it's pretty simple. It's, I've always said it. It's one day, it's one day being able to do this full time and make enough money to support my family off of it. And that, that's kind of how it looks for me. Cause I feel like that's the ultimate, you know, that's, you can say quote unquote dream job. You know, what I do right now, where I've gone right now is, is insanity. But if there's ever a day that I get to the point where I can, again, like I said, do this full time and able to support my family off of it. And it, you know, if I continue doing this, it might not be in Buffalo, you know, it might be somewhere else, but, and that doesn't, that's fine. Maybe, maybe it'll be in Seattle in like three years. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, that's kind of right. But just, just get a job in particularly hockey that is able to support my family and, you know, kind of in a way live the dream. So that, that's, that's what my end game is. So I'll flip it to you for yours. Oh man. I mean, you know, it, it, it stems back for me to, you know, when I was in high school, um, you know, my whole goal, I guess, w- was to be in sports media, right? And, you know, as you get older, your priorities change. Like, you know, I was 19 years old and I, I decided that, okay, I need, you know, I-, I was with my wife now. We were just, you know, dating then. And, 
you know, it, things happen and, you know, I, it's like, I, like, I got to be able to afford an apartment here. I, I'm going to start going to school part-time and work full-time, right? And it, it took me, you know, seven years to get a bachelor's degree uh, from UB. And I was working that whole time and I'm, you know, I'm still at that same company, uh, obviously not the same job there, but uh, the, you know, and, you know, the opportunities come, I guess the, the end goal, I guess what I'm doing right now is I'm doing the thing that I know I'm supposed to be doing, you know what I mean? Whether it be, you know, for a salary or not, like this is, this has been what I've wanted my whole life, right? I've, I've always wanted to be in sports media and I know, you know, I'm, I'm in it to a, a, a small extent right now, obviously, you know what I mean? But like you said, I, I think all everyone who's in this to an extent, their goal is to eventually get paid for it, right? To be, to, to yeah, keep definitely. moving up, to keep, you know, improving your craft to the point where, you know, you're, you're, it's your full-time job, right? I mean, th- I think that's the goal. Um, so I guess indirectly, what I try to do is just keep improving, you know what I mean? Keep making my topics more intriguing, uh, you know, improve on the little things, make sure, you know, I keep the visibility up because yeah, if, if the opportunity came along or it was, you know, someone was willing to pay, you know, and like you said, enough to support a family, you know, uh, to do this full time. I, I mean, hell yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal for, I think almost everybody in this, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. That's, you know, it's, and again, I'm not going to say that there's one reason I do it. It's, it's definitely not, but you know, that's, I guess that's like the ultimate satisfaction in a way, you know, it's the ultimate, like I said, in the beginning, it's, it's a, you made it a moment, you know, it, it's, it's that right. thing at the end that's paid off that all the work you put in, uh, kind of when it seems like you're at a dead end, you know, that all, all those rough nights where you don't really want to do it, but you kind of have to type thing where it's not, it's not always fun. You know, the thing I tell people too, you right. know, it's, sure. Most time it's fun, but there's nights where it, it's not fun. You know, it's, it's not what you want to do, but you know, it, it, it's. I guess it's keeping the eyes on the prize at the end. That's kind of how I. That's kind of how I work. You know, I always have something I'm chasing towards, and that's kind of, kind of how I've always driven myself to keep going and to push through these times where. I think to myself, this is really what I want to do. Still, you know, is it is it getting too much now, juggling a podcast and managing a site, and then, you know, having a three year old and a wife. You know, and you said the same thing about your wife. You know, I give her all the credit in the world. You know, she. She puts up with my stuff. She puts up with me working all day long and then coming home, eating dinner, and then watching a hockey game almost every other night pretty much and, and, and then writing about it and talking with other people about it. So it's, you know, she's been supportive of it. There's been times where we've gotten in some quarrels about it. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, she's been extremely supportive. And like you said, I couldn't do it without her. So I'll kind of pick up my brownie points here at the end. You know, she's, <laughs> she's, she's the rock behind all of it. And, uh, I guess you could say she's the she's the man behind the curtain, kind of allows it all to flow for me at least. Sure. So thirty five minutes here, not bad. You know, I think that's kind of a good spot to wrap this up here. Um, so again, our next podcast we're going to have Eric Turner from Cover One and the Athletic. I keep forgetting to say he's at the Athletic too. Uh, to have him on, kind of get his story, his feel, uh, his tips, kind of how he did it, how he grew. Um, I, I, I know a lot of Eric's story, so that'll kind of help me with my question to asking because I'll push him down certain roads I want him to talk about. That's kind of the good thing about knowing Eric a lot. So it's right. it'll be fun. It'll be exciting, and I hope people are looking forward to it and definitely tune in because it's, like I said, you know, the amount of content he produces and the t- little time that he has to produce that content is it's insane to hear how he juggles it. So that's definitely, I guess, a tease for the next podcast. I would say to look forward to that. So... It was fun. You know, I guess it's fun to get a first one. It's the One of the things I said, you know, before we started this is 
I just want this to be a conversation. I feel like that's kind of kind of what we got here in number one. Yeah, for sure. No, uh, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm really excited to uh, talk to Eric. Obviously, I've I've followed him on Twitter for a while now. Um, the work he does is ridiculously good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for next week for sure. So for Anthony and Chad, we are out of here for our first episode of Out the Basement. Tune in in the next few days. I think we're going to talk with Eric on Wednesday, so either Wednesday night or Thursday evening we will have episode two up. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the format here. Uh, please give any feedback you have on the format or anything else you want to hear us talk about or ask questions about. So for Anthony and Chad, we're out of here. Uh, Bills and Sabres tonight, Anthony. How about that? You get Bills to four. Sabres pick up right at five. So that's kind of a good deal right there. So a lot of sports on a Sunday. So thanks for listening, and we will talk again soon. <laughs>